Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Um, yo, welcome everyone. I've been waiting to have Gabby Conti on my podcast for a really long time because me and Kristen, well, we met her first through Rachel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I told you, I'm a comedy groupie, (laughs) but then me and Kristen, after spending time with her, were able to do her show, which I'm going to get into. Mm -hmm. Um, she's a comedian. She's a comic. She's a writer. So basically an actress and all that stuff. Like, you know, people who like are able to have like multiple talents. I don't get it. (laughs) I'm in awe of like you comedians. It's insane. Uh, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for doing this, especially since it was last minute. I really appreciate it. I have nothing going on. So So like side note, Khaleesi, she lives right down the street from me, too. So you're going to be hearing a lot from her if I if I'm able to like bully her Mm. into coming. Coming over. Mostly, I just like at night. I'm like home alone, like just hanging. Or Jacqueline's, Jacqueline's my roommate. We're just hanging. Yeah, that's so, wonderful. I don't really do a lot on weeknights. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um. So I was researching you. I see you have notes. I do. I have I'm notes. So honored. So I'll just back up for people. Mm-hmm. You well. When was the first time I met you? Probably at the first pretty inappropriate show at the parlor. But I don't know if you like, it was like very, it was like, oh, hi. You're like, I'm Saucy, I'm Gabby. Okay, cool. And that was like probably okay. an introduction. So this is something I've learned recently <laughs> that I like, well, like in the last few months mm-hmm. that when people are like pretty inappropriate or holy cannoli or yeah. like comedy juice, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys all talking There's about? There's a lot of comedy shows in Los Angeles that all have punny names. It's like part of what you have to do as a comedian. <laughs> That's fascinating. See, <laughs> so I didn't know that that was like a thing. Yeah. Like, I just thought there's like a lineup. Yeah, well, we well pretty inappropriate. We started and we have been doing a bunch of shows, but it wasn't like a kind of set thing at the first show. It wasn't. That was like a thing we called it. So, yeah. Yeah. So y'all will be seeing her. Well, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. I mean, I probably. Well, probably, she just did a show recently yeah, with Rachel yeah. and Jacqueline. I doubt I will be in much of it, which is fine. And Doty. <laughs> no, it was so amazing. Y'all are so funny Aww, and inspiring. Thank you so much. I feel like I, like I, whenever I think about like you guys getting up and mm-hmm. doing stand up, like I'm telling you, my heart falls in my butthole. <laughs> well, like, you're holding a mic like a stand up comedian. I am. Like, yeah. Despite the headphones, like you could, you kind of have like for the, real. Yeah, I have the like have the, the easy the nature, like you know, yeah. like I have the muscle memory. Of the hardest it. part it's is like, holding the mic properly. And is that really true? Talk. Yeah, that's like one of the hard like and stage presence, but 
Wait, know. holding a mic is like a but thing yeah. comedians well, need to learn. Well, it's not a thing they need to learn, but it's like, you know, I remember when I first was starting, like I would have the mic down here and then you can't hear me. Oh, yeah. You don't make it look like you're like holding a dick, but a lot of male comics like do that. You know, there's like all the. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they don't teach this in comedy classes. It's just something that, you know, being, you look comfortable when you're holding a mic. There's a lot of comedians, well, starting out where if you don't look comfortable, half of it is confidence. Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. But see, I could never have the confidence to get up and like with the intention of like making people laugh. Yeah. Like I'm really good on stage. That's, that's, it's that's fun. another big part of it. Stage but, presence. You know, I'm way, way too insecure <laughs> to be able to be like, it's okay if they don't laugh. Yeah. No, well, it's that's not. Part, like, and also when you first start out, a lot of times they don't laugh. And you have to just like fuck that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care if you told me that in three years I would be like worth a hundred million dollars if I could just get through a whole year of people not laughing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take a whole year of people not laughing. That's how you learn, though. That's how you get good at it. Oh my god, that's everyone's yeah. worst nightmare. <laughs> it's fun for me. I don't know. I just I've always loved performing, and comedy just like made sense. It was like I think that just like clicked for me at a, a few years ago. Like well, where are you from? I'm from Connecticut, mm-hmm. so like very waspy Connecticut. Yes, I love. Love that um, I love that it's like part of your shtick. Yeah, I'm from Martha Stewart's hometown. Like that's not a joke. Okay, but- that is so bougie. <laughs> like, do you have little like silver trays with like Andy's mints in them it's at your stuff house? Like, well, like you know, you'd have like bowls of just like acorns for some reason. Which yeah, is, like, like little there. trinkets and stuff everywhere. Yeah, like they, little yeah, you figurines. Spent, like, they were like twenty dollars each at like you know uh, William Sonoma. Like you know, like everything is just like so much like bullshit that you don't even need. oh my god you're so bougie that <laughs> yeah. i can't wait to like ask you so many questions oh yeah very connecticut's a big well i was born in new york on the upper west side and my mom oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> really yeah and my mom i went to an all-girls catholic school in me new too york. oh i went to marymount and it was just like very catholic it was like what gossip girls was like based off of it was like one of the schools that gossip are you girls. are you fucking kidding me right no now? i'm not but i only was there till i was six so i don't have like that cool new york oh upbringing. my god so you're like blair waldorf a little bit but more like italian and uh waspy <laughs> what exactly like by like, what exactly everyone keeps trying to explain waspy to me yeah. and i can never get like a full like a like a full understanding of it it stands for white anglo-saxon princess a pre- a presbyterian or, pr- or protestant <laughs> why did um, i always think it was something no, that ended could, in princess because like jap jewish american princess oh, my yeah, mom calls right. me and which is, i don't even know how you pronounce it an italian american princess but this would be like an iap but a wasp i mean i think it just kind of defines that whole like j crew clad like you know uh like very like ha- goes has a country club goes to the country club rides horses oh my god went to cotillion like that's very like the whole connecticut wasp uh, wait i was just in the hamptons recently and someone introduced me someone they're like he's like so waspy and i'm like what does that mean they're like look he has a sweater over his shoulders tied i'm like that's all right absolutely absolutely and like vineyards vines martha's vines like or like martha's vineyard yeah martha's vineyard is very big and then there's a clothing line that has like little whales all over it Oh my god, that's right! I noticed Lily that. Pulitzer, you know everything's monogrammed. It's all they love pastels, no matter what time of year it is. Like I do love very, a, a good monogrammed item. I feel like you could be a wasp with you. I feel like I could I too. I feel like it wouldn't be hard. I could be like a trendy a wasp. Trendy wasp, yes. You know that's the only kind to be. I you don't like, want to think like you know. So when people start asking me like, "What's your style?" Yeah, I'm start being like trendy wasp. Trendy wasp. I say that. Yeah. Right. An elevated wasp. A an, mil- elevated, an elevated millennial, millennial wasp. wasp. 
Jesus. Oh my God. I have so many good answers yeah. when I start talking now about you clothes. Know. Now you know. Yes. Yeah. Because you do have a prep, a little bit of prep to you in a good way. Thanks. Yes. I try. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you're nailing it. Well, that's why I say I, I could never be alternative. Yeah. Alternative. Like if someone put a tattoo on me or something or like, I don't know, a nose ring I or like. I feel you. I tried I would to be alternative. Cause ridiculous. My, my college, Emerson College, was very alternative. I was the only girl that showed up in pastels and I just, I couldn't. I like tried to smoke a clove cigarette. It was like not for me. Oh my God. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. You know, at least you dabbled. Mm-hmm. You dabbled in the art- alternative. Alternative world. Yeah. I had like a, like more like piercings on my ear. It was not like a little cuff piercing. That was like the edgiest thing I ever did. Uh, wasn't see, I got you. Yeah, I feel like we're kind Side of one in the same. Yeah. I like, I want to be like what you grew up with. <laughs> you know, I grew up great, and then I don't know, went to college and like tried to like just fight all of that style, but it's still a very big part of me. So then, when did you did you start doing comedy before you moved to LA, or did you move to LA? So I moved to LA. I was writing comedy before I came to LA. So how does somebody like get into writing? Like, when did you know you were funny? Okay, I always thought that comedy was some comedy always made sense to me. I like loved this. I was the only girl who liked The Simpsons at nine years old. Uh-huh. I used to watch that with my dad. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. My dad very much influenced my sense of humor. When I was six years old, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. And I'm sorry, no, she's fine now. Shout but- out to her mom, man. <laughs> my mom. But my the way that I got through it was through comedy. My dad, I remember when he told me she was going to get treatment, was like, I have good news and bad news. Bad news is mom has cancer. The good news is we can finally get that monkey. So, Oh, my God. And this was the 90s, so everyone wanted a monkey. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah. You guys had a I monkey? did not get a monkey. I wish. Wait, but I didn't realize there was a time in the 90s that like, people wanted a monkey. Because like, oh, there were all these monkey movies. Like, I thought that they like ripped in. off people's faces, and then no one like even wanted to go to a zoo again. They did, but then there were movies that totally glamorized that. <laughs> interesting but your dad sounds dad, like a yeah it's great and like I and that's kind of so comedy was always a way of coping with things um, and I never I was a real big theater kid I did not I took myself very seriously in high school I really thought I was going to be like the next Broadway star oh my god see I was the same way too <laughs> right yes and you were like a huge diva yes hung out with all like the, 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 had, musical, yeah, the, the musical the drama theater club nerds. yes but I had this weird thing I don't know if you had a similar experience where I partied in high school I did not okay so I <laughs> Partied in high school, so I was um, I was too cool to hang out with the theater kids because I partied, but I wasn't cool enough to hang out with like the jocks because I did theater. So I was oh, like, so you were like in caught in the middle, middle ground. Yeah, interesting. Um, and d- things didn't start making sense with me socially until like my senior year. But yes, yeah. that's how my life went too. Yeah. Senior year, we all became friends with each other, and I, I started throwing parties in my basement. And that made me like the cool kid because I, I, had, I had the great parties everyone wanted to go to. Oh my God, amazing. Yeah. I see, I never got to experience uh, life like that. Well, you're, you didn't really miss out for like the other years were terrible, but that was like fun. You know, but I, I feel guess. like that's just like part of high school. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I never got to go and do that. I don't think like after, after senior year, that's when like that started happening. Yeah. But I would watch people like my freshman year, sophomore year, and they would like be going out and like just like being so hardcore. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I want pizza. So you were like an indoor kid. I've always been an indoor yeah, person. Me too. Like me like, too. Like growing up, that was very much my style. Yeah. And then it wasn't until junior year that I started. I had a boyfriend. I started going out with him. I started going out more. And then, then I turned into a monster. I guess. <laughs> well, my monsterness came later, but uh, you know, at least you got that experience. Yeah, I got that experience, and that was great. But yeah, so getting into comedy, I got into comedy because I always loved it, um, and I did theater, and I I always did better with like a comedic. Uh, plays yeah like Neil Simon like made sense to me like we used to do like black box theater musical comedies I would do well in that I wouldn't do well with like dramatic but you you know they say that anyone who can do comedy can do 
dramatic Probably. stuff and but I, not everybody can do does, does dramatic can do can comedy do, yeah. it's like the understanding but i think yeah I, but i believe that i think yeah. comedy is the hardest probably form yeah. of entertaining besides like i'm saying like dancing or a craft yeah. that like you know what i mean your body has to know well, how to there's a formula to it there's definitely like some there's a formula to joke writing and there's a formula See, to like i love and, listening to yeah. y'all say stuff like yeah, that there's like, so a formula what, how did you know to like when you started writing about comedy how did you know how to do that um i think well because i grew up watching the simpsons to a point where i like could quote it you know and then i watched sitcoms constantly like grew up on friends and uh will and grace and like all those shows were just like very big so i think i kind of knew the format and then I was in. I went to college to be a broadcast journalism major, and co- comedy just kept following me. So I went to college to be a broadcast journalism major, and ha- this is like the very the strangest thing ever. Is the executive producer of Friends was an artist and resident at my college, Emerson College, and I really wanted to be like a serious journalist. That's so cool. Like, that's all I want. I want to be Diane Sawyer. Like that's what I really thought I wanted to be. And we had this show that I would talk show that I was doing and he scouted me and he's like, you're funny. And I like, I didn't think I was funny. I just like, I like comedy, but I didn't think I was a funny person. He's like, you're funny. And he had a program at Emerson where he worked with kids to create shows. So we were making pilots, which is like the first episode of a TV show that they try to sell. We were making pilots in college. So I worked on camera and writing with him on like three or four pilots. So when I graduated, I had all this stuff under me. But then, you know, in Hollywood, no one cared because it's like, yeah, you're like, 20 years old like get my coffee <laughs> yeah that's true that's true <laughs> so that's how that's what comedy happened and then when I graduated I was like I love this I want to keep doing this but I also love hosting and he was like well do you want to be a talking head or do you want to be like Tina Fey and I was like I want to be like Tina Fey so I did improv improv wasn't really for me and then stand-up made sense to me because people I admired like Joan Rivers and Chelsea Handler were doing it no Joan Rivers is like yeah and that was kind of and I've always been writing I was always always a writer and so that was kind of what it just made sense and I took a comedy a stand-up comedy class probably did the worst set of my life and since then I've just always been like working at it so then you learned along the way the formula the formula yeah and there is what is the formula set up punchline misdirect you know like there's all these different like different there's different types of jokes if we like looked at someone's set I could point them out to you but but then again a lot of the formula is the anti-formula so sometimes the formula, what the fuck does that mean? So if a like a miss, so sometimes the formula could be like that the punchline of that you say is not what the audience expects. Okay. So like if I was like, why did the chicken cross the road? The punchline to get to the other side. Terrible joke. Yeah. But then like, why did the chicken cross the road to go to the liquor store? It would be like something that you wouldn't expect. Oh, I like that. So it's like throwing like comedy curveballs, you know. Yeah. But, but throwing like, a wrench in it. Right. Right. But then also being authentic is another big part of it knowing your voice as a stand-up comedian like who what do you represent who are you but that I'm really glad you just said that because that is something I think you're so good at oh thank you because you and I do you think shtick is a mean word I like that word shtick is it's everybody has everyone has it Amy Schumer has Amy Schumer has of course I I think you have to have a (laughs) shtick yeah and your shtick you do you work so well when you talk about like dating and relationships yeah or like well that's my that is I do am a sex columnist or was I don't haven't written in a while wait so that's true that is true that's not a lie so you guys she has this like do you call it a bit a bit, a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. Sure, I love a how bit. you're like nervous you're like can I call it because I don't want to yeah, say anything offensive if and like they're no. like I called it a skit one time and I'm and like but Rachel skits. or somebody got mad yeah, at but me that's your theater background right there because you would do skits right or like, like my scenes. all girls catholic school background yeah. where like you have to do a religious skit at mass today so that's a thing yeah <laughs> so it is a thing it's a thing a skit a sketch whatever they're sketch. all synonyms of each other but she does this bit where what which one what 
was I just talking about? About, I just, about being writing about yes, dating. Yes, right. She talks. Yeah, she talks about how she's a sex columnist and compares yeah. herself to like being basic or yeah. whatever. Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Like, what? So that's true. That's true. Yeah, I write. So I've written about dating. Um, I started writing for Hello Giggles about like four years ago. I haven't written them. But did you start writing about it because you were you liked Sex in the City? Yes. Well, that was like part of it, but then also because I kept feeling that I would be. I would be dating a lot. I was. I had a lot of shitty things happen to me in dating, like anyone who's dating in Los Angeles. And for yeah, me, yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. And so my outlet for it was stand-up comedy, and then also writing. I used to have a blog for many years. I st- still somewhat active called Classy Conti, and I would just write these things. And it was less to like call men out, but more to be like, hey, have you had an experience similar, like like ghosting, or I called it Houdiniing back in the day. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> like it's the guy right. puts on this huge big show for you, and you fall in love with him, and like maybe and then- you have sex with him, whatever, and then. He disappears yeah you know and you're like what happened did that exist you know? yeah so i started uh writing these articles about it and hello giggle i wrote a lot of stuff for hello giggles um pop sugar and elite daily now currently yes um, about dating and i i'm very curious so i'll do anything i'll try anything and yeah wait it. i was reading that you had a podcast and yes. on the podcast you did a live, <laughs> a tinder, live date. tinder date and this is like when tinder was just coming out we i had a podcast did called- he know they found out after and like one of them like sent me a text being like I oh my gosh I'm feeling really messed up that you did that like I get it like, isn't that I, illegal probably I think it is like you can't record somebody without their knowledge without their knowledge much less even like putting it out there but I did so you're my yeah. hero but after I did say to him I was like while we were still mics I was like by the way this is for a podcast like because we, we revealed it to him at the end of the date oh he had a mic on he had I had a mic on me so I had a mic in my bag so he time. thought it was legitimately a real legit Tinder date. date he thought it was legit so I had it on I had a so the, the podcast was called do you up are you fucking kidding anymore. me right no. now this poor this dude is, yeah this poor dude so i had a bag i did it twice i did it with two different guys at two different locations oh my god and so i had the bag and then my co-host was sitting over there and he was like watching the whole thing with like his setup and he was like listening and he was like in my ear but he didn't like and i was just talking to him so the whole date was recorded on the podcast but i asked them after if it was okay and they said yes and so we released it oh my gosh yeah. and we bleeped out their names i think and stuff like that so, so it is it still up there i think so it's, i but, have to find this yeah my co-host is still calling the running the podcast and he calls it sex actually which is not the pot my podcast was called you up like the text you send up to yeah uh-huh i and knew so, it right when yeah. i saw the name i knew yeah, exactly, exactly what you what were talking was. about and so we so it was a girl and female it was the two of us do, doing it and then so that exists but it's it says sex actually but it was our podcast so yeah that was like two holy years ago. shit yeah I, I, I want to listen to a live Tinder date. Yeah, well, and then I got, I did it again on the Elite Daily Show for Hanukkah. I did the seven dates of J-Swipe. And so, oh but I didn't, I didn't broadcast the dates. I would do a check-in before and a check-in after. And I'd have challenges that I'd have to do on the date. So I would talk to my computer before and after about how it went. And I'd show their profile. And one guy is like still mad at me to this day about it. Oh my god, you guys have to go to the <laughs> And what, you get that on Verizon Go Verizon 90. Verizon Go 90, and yeah. now they're luckily, it's, now it's easier to share, now they have links and stuff like that. So it's on, on the web. It's a yeah, Elite Daily show, not Elite, Elite Daily, it's like part of Elite Daily's brand. But yeah. yeah. How long and have you been on it? Yeah, it was so much so fun. fun. How long have you been doing that? Uh, it's been a year now. We'll be going on a year in September. Did you have to like audition for that? I did, I had no idea what it was. I auditioned and I was like, okay, like Harry, I like thought it was like a one-time thing. Because you go as, as an actor, host, whatever, you go on auditions all the time, mostly the time you never hear from them so I like stopped caring recently oh my god and so I just went in and then they were like oh we want a packet like a writing packet which is like another thing I've been submitting packets to like late night shows forever and just everything aligned like my hosting and the packet and everything I met the showrunner they like we got along and I'm one of two uh, hosts and writers on the show and yeah 
That's what's up. Yeah. How long have you been in LA? Been in LA since 2009, so going on seven years. I moved out here the day after Michael Jackson died. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, he's been dead like that long? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say, oh, like the opposite. Yeah, that it's been, it's been very long. Yeah. For some reason, it feels like it was like last week. No, I know, but it's like, it does feel right. But I also feels like I just moved out here last week sometimes to me. Yeah, I know. Well, I, you're right. Sometimes right? it feels like forever. And then sometimes, and then sometimes it's like, like, oh, I'm new. I'm new. I'm like, new you're here. You're learning new things. You find a new neighborhood. You find a new place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So have you been doing stand-up since you moved here? Yes, since I moved here with oh the exception God. of like a year and a half hiatus when I was dating this guy and I stopped doing stand-up and then uh, things ended with us in like the worst possible way. So I got back into it as a like, kind of therapy. That's amazing. Yeah. That is like some weird ass fucking therapy. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure I'm on board with that. It helps. A lot of comics do. And sometimes if you go to open mics, which is like when comics are warming up their material or rehearsing their material, a lot of times it's, it, it, it's more of a therapy session than comedy. Really? Yeah. Do you subscribe to the stereotype that like all comics are psychotic? Yes. And I think there's a part of me that's psychotic. But I mean, I feel like I'm psychotic too, but I right. mean like... Like it's like a thing you have Everybody be, talks about How yeah. comics are like insane It's Yes you have to be crazy But you also have to have An element of self-awareness To you Yeah And I think I have The more The more self-awareness I think the comics That are insane But also are equally self-aware Are the ones that do well I think if you're just insane Like that's only gonna get you so far That's true Yeah Cause we have to know How to manage that insanity how did you well how did you know like how your shtick was gonna be about dating and relationships and it all just, that it, it just, just happened. happened it just happened it was just kind you're of you're like, like the perfect bait like your <laughs> your your stand-up and all that is the perfect like basic bitch single girl thank you well that's that is that is that is that's, it, that's my brand that is very much that my is brand. that is yeah. your brand <laughs> yeah that's very much my brand yeah um, I don't know. It just it just happened. It's well because well one of the things though is as a stand up you have to identify yourself to the audience. You have to explain to them who you are within that first minute or they lose interest. Yeah. So those were just the things that are that's true to who I am. It's maybe that's my on uh, stage persona as an exaggeration of who I really am. Of but course. Like I mean anything are, in entertainment is an, is exaggeration. an exaggeration. Yes. yes. Of course. <laughs> yes. So there's that. Yeah. But I just feel like you do it like perfectly. Oh, thank you. You ha uh, Khaleesi's y'all have to look at. Um, I looked up your video, the yeah. Taylor Swift video that oh, you made. Thank you, thank you. She yeah. did like a mock, like song music video mm -hmm. of Taylor Swift's "Welcome to New York," yeah. except it's "Welcome to What's Val Valentine's Day." So welcome, welcome to, to V Day. Day. Like you'd say, "Happy V Day." It's so, so funny because yeah. it's just like it's <laughs> everything that like we all fucking hate about Valentine's Day. Yep, and there it is. It was for Pop Sugar, um, that and I, I love Pop Sugar. Yeah. So congrats mm -hmm. to that you. too. Thank you. Yeah, that was a, that was a while. I worked with them for them like a year and a half ago. I think. Before Elite Daily. Damn. Was. Yeah. Good, good for you. Yeah, it was a fun, fun website to work for. <laughs> well, look at you. So, like, what are your, like, what do you, do you hope will happen? Um, Tina Fey. Tina Fey, yeah. yeah. More like Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, like, having my own show someday. I love creating shows, developing shows. Inside Amy Schumer is one of yeah. my favorite shows in the show. whole world. It's a great show. She's really good. She's really, like, you know, has her finger on the pulse of, uh, and really defines, they're not just funny, they're also, like, so they also are social commentary, which is definitely Absolutely. what I strive to do with comedy because it's, you know, you can tell a, a dick joke, you know, but why are you telling that dick joke? So like how often do you like wrote like make new material? Like how um, a lot. I try to as much as possible. I never do the same set twice. I try to mix it up as much as I can. So maybe it's like writing a new joke and writing another one. But I haven't done stand up as much as I used to. I used to do it like pretty much every at least every week. And now I feel like I'm doing it like once a month, which is not good. So. 
God, it's just like so. Weird. I feel like nobody really talks about like what comedians go through. Yeah, there needs to be a reality show that's like the there life. There was. Of, there I, was a really good one called Funny Girls that was on. Oh, yeah. I think I remember. I never saw it, but I yeah. I remember that being a thing. It was good. Uh, it was on Oxygen. Um, my fr- good friend Nicole Amy Sh- uh, Schreiber's on it, who's hilarious. You would love her. Um, and yeah, they have a really. It was. It was really very. I don't think it got a second season, but it was a very okay. Well Bravo needs show. to make one then. Yeah. So there you go. You know what I mean. You can executive produce. Produce. Yeah, I'll executive produce. Let's do a lead-in yeah. with Vanderpump Rules yeah, and just have it. So it's like you will play like the the Lisa Vanderpump character, but for this, you know. Yeah, it's like basically, I'm gonna mentor, mentor. No, I'm gonna mentor, mentor them. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna mentor all of these. You open up a comedy club. Yes, <laughs> you run it. I'll mentor the comedians. Yeah, I'm just uh, basically I'm Charlie. I love it. That's you know, perfect. and all of you guys are just my angels. I love it. You should do it. And basically, like this is a pitch, but I live. Anyone's interested? In a madam. <laughs> You know I what I mean? It. Like I run the whorehouse and don't you forget it. That's perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> that would actually be like a really fun it show. It would. It would. I would love to do that. Wait, I read that you were on Candidly Nicole. I was. I played Nicole's best friend on an episode. See, that played. is goals. I hate that I have to say that played. But you know what I mean? It was I mean, goals. It was really fucking cool. She is amazing. She's incredible. She's one of the funniest like, people funniest I've ever seen. And so nice and like so down to earth and like really, I really felt like we were friends when we were shooting it. Um, and just hilarious and it was it was weird because I had that moment of being like oh my gosh I remember watching Simple Life growing up all the time and like thinking that was the best show ever and yeah like, here I am like I'm like oh my god this like makes me like Paris but I like wasn't you know but it was like one episode about being tall and I am tall compared to her so wait that was the episode I can't yeah. wait to go back and watch that yeah, I don't say a lot they cut out they cut I don't give a, a shit just I as long as I see your face time. yeah <laughs> that's it yeah it was a lot of fun wait how old are you I am I'm turning 29 but I'll be forever Okay. 21. Do you remember, speaking of Simple Life, yeah. when Nicole Richie had her makeover? Of course. Like and the, the new first, haircut. And I was like, should I cut my hair she, short? She like, got like she super got so skinny, skinny, cut her hair short. I did cut my hair yeah. short. It was a big mistake because I was larger back then. So it, it didn't fit. Yeah. Um, I just remember being like, okay, Nicole Richie is now like goals in every single way. In every single way. Before yeah. goals was a word. Yeah, she was. We were all saying goals. Well, and it's also the whole, the ultimate friend, like revenge. When you break up with a friend, you want to show that you're doing better than them, right? Why did they break up? They, I think probably some argument. I don't know. An argument? I don't know. Do you it's know how many times yeah. I, get in ar- like, I get in arguments maybe with my friends? difference of opinion on Simple Life, maybe. Wait, really? I have no idea. That's why they're not friends? I don't know why they're not friends. I'm, these are all speculations. Like, why are Paris Hilton like and Kim hard. Kardashian not friends? Well, maybe Paris Hilton's the problem. Maybe it's difficult to be friends with Paris Hilton. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, I follow her on Instagram. You do? Yeah. Paris Hilton? Yeah, because I'm like, what's, ha- what's Paris Hilton up to? And now I know. It's a lot of selfies. Well, she's always DJing. Always DJing. Like, always has, like, full hair and makeup. Yeah, like, like in another country. Yeah, another country. Has and very she's always feet. wearing her purse that she designs. And I'm like, you're still doing that? <laughs> like, didn't I see that on, like, making behind the scenes of the music video? Like, you yeah. know, like in an MTV. Remember when they used to do yeah, that? Like, making that. the video? Yeah. I feel like she was making her, like, stars are blind or whatever the fuck. But how depressing it is to be Paris Hilton when, like, it's, she was the original, like, celebrity that did nothing. And now there's like so many. So I was talking. It's so interesting. I was talking to somebody about this the other day and they're like, do you know that like in China in well, not just China in parts, all parts of Asia Mm -hmm. and different parts of other 
continents, but Asia is the one main one they were saying. Like Paris Hilton is still the biggest thing in the entire world. Interesting. She is still the biggest thing everywhere else but the United States. Because they she said represents everything that is so um, she looks like Ameri- what they American beauty, like mm-hmm. what we what probably people outside of America. Yeah. So American she's beauty. still killing it. That's funny. She's still like she That's does why she's traveling all the time. She don't need a man. She doesn't. But she has one, doesn't she? I mean I think I don't know. It's like in the. She's always like going out with random people. Yeah, still I feel DJing. Like, still DJing. Is that like a thing? Do people just like turn into DJs? I think they are do. you gonna be like? Are you gonna be the first ever comedian, comedian DJ? DJ? And I'll do jokes between songs. Yeah, probably not. Like, how does one get into DJing? I don't know. I, I wonder feel this. like it's like you love clubs so much, right? And then you reach a point where you're like, it's sad that I'm still going to clubs. So you're like, oh, I'll make it about me. I'll DJ. But see, that's I. I love that you just said that because that is my like. That's the like the. The image that I always had in my head yeah. about a DJ is that like they're just in clubs putting on the next song. Yeah. Now DJ means something more. Totally different. It means like they're like you're I went, producing I music. DJ, and stuff? Yeah, they're producing. Calvin Harris, what are you doing? I thought you just put on a playlist. No, he like they're like involved. They're like you know not scratching records. I sound so dumb, but like they, I've seen DJs like do percussion while they're DJing. I would still say scratching records scratching, but I've seen them with like drumsticks, like hitting a drum, like an electronic drum while DJing. See, that's cool. Yeah, I've seen more like where it's more involved and it's not just the I have like the playlist and then just going like this. I've seen more involved where it's like it's like a gift and a talent. Yeah. And it is like they are working, you know. They're working, but I don't see a lot of DJs. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Probably because yeah. like I I don't remember last time I was at a club. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you last time I was at a club. Like I have no I, idea. When people come in town, they're like, "Can we go to Nice Guy?" I'm like, honestly, like the only thing I know about Nice Guy is that Gigi Hadid goes there yeah, often on that's, Daily but Mail. It's not even a cl- like Nice Guy's not even a club. I don't even think to go. I don't like, think about annoying. it anymore. You can't take pictures there. Is that, is you that can't? what makes them a club? Yeah, that's the only. I got. Yeah, I was there once and I got yelled at because I took. But a, they filmed Keeping Up with the Kardashians there. Well, because I'm sure like that's fine. But like as like as a as a patron there, I tried. I was taking a selfie of myself, not even of anyone around me. Jesus. And the bartender's like, "Ma'am, you can't do that." And I was like, "Okay." And then I like put my phone away, and the manager comes up to me. and It's like excuse me ma'am again like and I was like I put my phone away oh my god it's like Soho House yeah except I never even understood no, that at Soho House at Soho House I've taken so many pictures at Soho House and I've never been like stopped I've tagged Soho House and things and no one stopped you know me. that I've done my podcast at Soho House <laughs> of course they don't care and they know they did they did they came over and I told them I was hunting for ghosts <laughs> And then they looked at me and they went back and they didn't know I was kidding. And then they came back and they're like, no, seriously, like, what is this for? I'm like, honestly, like, I just like do this like little podcasty thing. Like, you don't, it doesn't even matter. And so so, like, they were just convinced I was like some loser that like, (laughs) like finagled my way into Soho house. That's so funny. And, uh, are you a member? No, I'm not a member. (laughs) I'd like to be. I'm not a member either. I want to be. But see, I heard that they don't let reality people in. Like that they keep turning down Kim Kardashian. So I'm like, well, what if I lead with my podcast and then they never know that I've ever been on a reality show? Yeah, well, I think they are really, the thing I've heard about them is that they really do love, it's supposed to be a place where creatives can go work. Yeah. And your podcast is not just a reality. That's creative. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I have a shot. I think you have a shot. You know, yeah, you have to make sure that the three people that recommend you aren't reality stars. But they reality stars be. aren't. Yeah, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't be. be. Have you ever like I've never seen a reality yeah. star in there besides like, no, well, probably like if they were invited by someone. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm not a member. 
I'm talking like I know. <laughs> Shit, we need to figure this out. Um, are you guys looking for a present for anyone? Because I'm looking for presents for people because their wedding's going on, their yes. birthdays. It's Gabby's birthday this oh my weekend. God, thank you. So I always talk about how um, we all wait to the last minute to like look for presents and gifts, and that's why I'm here to help you with my drawer. My Stasi stash. You know what I'm saying? And this is my favorite one, actually. Framebridge. Because do you know how expensive it is to frame something? Very expensive. Like the most. Very expensive. I went and got two things framed recently, and it cost me $600, and I almost puked. No. More expensive than the work, the artwork, right? Yes. Most of the time, it is. And that's why I really like Framebridge, because it's a website where you can actually even like upload your Instagram photos. Like you can just like attach like your Instagram to it and say, I want this framed and and it's blown up and it looks amazing. And there's so many different frames that you can choose from in whatever size you want. And it's so freaking affordable. I'm telling you, their prices start at $39. That's crazy. And they don't really get that high. That's insane. I am going to like, I'm going to have to post because I have one in there. I'll show you after Uh, the photo that I got done. Front with Framebridge is like one of the most complimented photos that I have probably because it's of my backside and it's like a little <laughs> bit um, photoshopped so I look better <laughs> but, I love that that's great though but the frame looks absolutely amazing and it was so affordable I'm telling you it makes framing so much easier so instead of going to Aaron Brothers or like a frame shop all you have to do is upload your photo to Framebridge so you don't even need to have a copy of it and they do all the work for you once you just like pick the frame that you want and the sizing you want but if you go to framebridge.com and use my promo code Stasi, you'll save an additional 15% off your first order so that's framebridge.com F-R-A-M-E E-B-R-I-D-G-E.com and use my promo code Stasi and you'll save 15% off. So I just feel like that's a really good present for like, it especially is. a wedding. A wedding is good or like for someone, yeah, someone's birthday, you know, like those photo collages that people yeah. post on Instagram, just like frame it. Frame that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the most basic bitch thing but I've ever heard. You if you to- framed <laughs> the photo collage But you can't look better than the birthday girl in the picture. That's because that's the thing that all girls I do, right? Do and it's like, whose birthday is this? That do you know how much that drives me it absolutely drives me insane? insane. It's like those are terrible people. God damn it! <laughs> okay, do you are you single right now? Very single. Yes. How long have you been single? I have been single since two thousand and twelve. I think thirteen. Two, so three, three or four years. years. It's been three Valentine's Day. Three Valentine's since days. Since I've been, yeah, that I've been single. So, uh, do you mind getting into this? Sure. No, I love talking about my dating life. So, uh, because I love this. All yeah. my friends are always in relationships. Yeah, no, I'm All my, like, the token single. And I've, I've been on Bumble. I didn't get accepted on Rio. It's fine. Just wait. Um, there's time. There's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I've been on every... Yeah. So, yeah. Anything you need to know. <laughs> so, wait. Oh, my God. I love this. How long have you been on dating apps? I've been on dating apps. So, dating apps for me, um, let's see. I was like... Very early adapter to Tinder. Um, on Are you Bumble. still on Tinder? No, I deleted all my dating apps recently. Why? Because it was just too much. It was just too many bad dates. And I'm just like, you know what? I've just been career focused. I know that sounds so cliche. And just like not being like, I don't want to go on like bad first dates anymore. I'm like sick of it. Can you get Bumble? So you don't have any apps still on your phone? I don't you have, have no exchange I could, I from could, a, a dude I, it with you. Uh, right probably. Now. Well, yeah, I definitely have things of like I could find old meth because I Instagram them. I shame, I shame guys that that do shit. Oh my me. god! Then we can take a break yeah. right now. Yeah, and I'm going to. We're you're gonna look that up. Okay. 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 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Um, I have another president that's like super, super innovative and fun. Um, it's like a chic tracker. Okay. Cool. It's like, you know when... <laughs> Oh, you're like, I like cool. it. Cool. Like you know when people lose things. I don't ever lose things. Patrick, my boyfriend, does all the time. Mm-hmm. My friends do all the time. Their keys, their wallets, their mm-hmm. phones, their purses, their yep. dogs. Like they lose shit all the time, and mm-hmm. it drives me nuts. And so there's this thing now. Um, I guess it's called the tracker, or is it tracker? I'm not. I don't want to like get it wrong. <laughs> Probably tracker. Let's just go tracker. tracker. Yeah. But they're cute because they're coin sized and they're like chic and simple yeah. and like some of them come in rose gold or silver or blue or rose regular gold, gold. Nice. like rose gold all day Love it. every day. Love it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like a weird alarm. Yeah. And it like connects to an app. So like Ooh. on your phone, if you have GPS or whatever the heck, like basically you can look up on your phone like wherever your tracker thing is and find it interesting fact the way that the people came up with Mm -hmm. this idea was because there were these people who were out on the beach and they had brought their car Mm -hmm. and the car was about to get towed but they couldn't find their key (gasps) or their keys or something and they were about to get fined like thousands of dollars and so they were like oh my god if i just would have had a tracker on my keys this never would have happened yep well, I was thinking of cars, too, when you park your car and you can't find it. Oh! That always happens to me in Santa Monica because all those parking structures look the same. Oh, my gosh. You could do it for that. You could track your car. You could find out the location of where your you car is. You are so is, right. That right? I, I like that even better yeah, because I do keys, lose my car. Right? And it's like, I mean, you're not dumb. It's just like you parked it somewhere. You don't remember what level you were rushing when you parked. It happens to me, like, every day of my life. You are so right. Right? Okay, that's like, I just want to, I want to use, I'm using mine for like my dogs at this point, Okay, but now I'm just going to move it to my car. Your car and cell phone too. Cell phone is very easy to lose a cell phone. I know. Not you because you're perfect, but. Because I'm perfect, (laughs) yeah, so there's that. And yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I I don't lose, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't lose shit. Yeah. Well, if it gets stolen. That's true. It gets stolen. See, all these things that I'm thinking about. Cell phones get stolen a lot, especially like if you have a nice one. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, this is even better gift than I thought before. It's a good one. And laptops too also get stolen. Yes. Two places. I mean, I think they have trackers on cell phones and laptops, but as backup. Yeah, backup. You need to. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. And they come in bulk. So it's like, if you just like buy a group of them, you can give them as like... Yeah, put them everywhere. Yeah. Hand them out as like presents or like gift things but then or whatever. You track your friends. Well, you, their stuff, their equipment. I can, like, track, can track my your friends, friends' stuff. Stuff. Yes. So you know. So like, your friend's car. Yes, where my friends' cars. Yeah, you can track friends' cars. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, um, I can also give you right now thirty percent off your entire order Ooh. if you go to thetracker.com. T H E T R A C K E R dot com and enter promo code Stasi. That's 30% off. That's a lot. That is. So don't lose your shit, peeps. Mm. Okay. Let's get into a little like dating Dating stitches. stuff. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear some of your worst exchanges. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Because I've been very o- vocal and open about like when me and Patrick go through breakups, like yep. we're, we're not ashamed to say that we're a breakup makeup couple and oh. we're trying to not be that way. Okay. But that happens often. Yeah. And so I talked about how I got on Raya mm-hmm. and I was like messaging some messaging someone and I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. We don't know what your openers are for like what or what to say back to them. I have not been single in a long time. Yeah. And 
granted i'm not right now i'm, I'm going back to when mm-hmm. i did this and it like horrified me and i was like i lo- i don't i want to be with patrick i don't want to message well, strangers actually i could read down do you want me to redownload my bumble for the purpose of this podcast so Fuck I can yeah well all of your that. messages just yeah pop i think up. they do yeah they because i've done it before i've read i've downloaded it and redownloaded it so like, let's I will teach do people what, what to, to say do, i'm actually i think i'm pretty good i think i've gotten it down to a science but my issue with bumble is that i feel like the the quality of men on there are not amazing well, um, is there an app where you're like the quality of men on here is like no awesome. there's definitely maybe Raya I don't know I'm not a member I'm here to tell you no yeah no I'm here to tell you no uh, there's just something I don't know there's like something about like I've dated guys on Bumble I think it's just weird because they're like st- a stranger and you go on a date with them and the date either goes really well and then things escalate too quickly or it goes really badly and then you never see them again and there's no in between yeah like wait like Oh my God, you're so right. Right? Like that's because it's either going to go, you're either going to want to fuck them and then you do. And then like, or and then you're like, wait, I don't want this. This is a stranger. Or you don't fuck them and like, you're just like, okay, now what? And then it fizzes. Or you just, you think they're terrible and then you have to come up with an excuse to leave. I would just be like, you're terrible. Um, I'm going to go. I wish I've tried that. It's like sometimes I've lied. I've said I parked at a meter and my meter's up. Like I've said all these like. I would just be like, you like, know what? You're terrible and I'm going to pay for this so you can go. So you can go. <laughs> that's good. I think that's a good way to do it. That's what I should do. Like it. I was thinking about it. Like yeah, when I. they're all still here. Oh my God, that's amazing. They're all still here. But oh, there also was a thing. This was weird. Like there's Bumble BFF. So I have like a BFF that because I like was playing with it. I was like, what? I don't understand it. So I have a BFF who messaged me. I was like, cool not gonna like i have friends that is so weird <laughs> so weird yeah so like you can just like go on bumble to meet friends yeah well you well, swiped like, right i swiped well because i was playing around with it and actually the girl that i matched with ended up being like the ceo of bumble or something like that and i was like oh cool that sounds like a fun person to know and that was she just wanted to be bffs yeah just, and then that was it like we literally our exchange is just 24 hour rule and my bff chats is terrifying and then she sent me a gif and then i sent her a gif and like that was what like, i'm was looking at this this is so weird so as I'm like outing like one of the like higher ups of Bumble. <laughs> that like feels like it feels lesbian. Yes, exactly. That's what it felt like. And when I was that's why I got off it because I was like on it and I was like, this feels weird. Like what like how do you swipe for a friend because you find them attractive or because like you like the same activities, but people don't tell like they you don't, don't reveal that much on these dating apps. Like, you know, I feel like they should be there should be actually an app to match friends based on class pass. Oh, well then I wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> So if you're into class pass, it could match like friends that you can go to a yoga class with or friends that you can Fuck go, that. you know, like that would be fun. Maybe they that. could match me with like the most like, you know, you use the same shopping sites. Or people who want to watch The Bachelorette with you. I mean, I don't want strangers you to don't watch, watch The Bachelorette with me. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm like, I really enjoy alone time. Yeah, me so too. Like, I'm the I'm, same way. I'm, I'm an only child. You have, you have siblings, right? But I'm the oldest. Oldest. So you kind of had your own like time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, leave me alone, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, you're a cancer too. I'm a cancer, yeah, cancer only child. So I like, I do also like love. I don't feel the need to like be social all the time. This is so weird. Like, so like when you go on a date and like you guys have just like had like a few texts exchanged. What's like? Do you say when you get there, like, hey, like, how's your bumble experience? Yeah, you always they always talk about that. I feel like that that always comes up. It's like, do you do this a lot? And the guys always like, yeah, I never do this. And I'm like, no, I've seriously been online dating for like four years now. Do you honest? Do you say that? No, I lie. I'm like, oh my god, no, you're like my like. You know what? I wish somebody would just be like, 
yeah i've done this for a really fucking long time yeah. and it sucks it sucks but instead everybody's like i never do this yeah but they all lie they all do it and then the other oh the other thing that sucks about dating apps is see i feel like i don't really have any baggage i know that sounds like i don't have any baggage i'm great but like i there's no ex that i'm like still hanging on to there's no like you know i'm like ready i am ready for a relationship i wasn't now i am yeah but i feel like when i'm on these dating apps the people that are on those dating apps are not ready for a relationship they just want to either they just want to fuck or they want like company because they just are coming out of a breakup or they still like i did a guy i met on bumble still lived with his ex like like oh my god yeah See, wait that they have a foot fetish like there's it's, just, it's a fucking worst. graveyard of like nightmares of these like it's just it's too much it's like or they haven't figured out their life and they're like 37 and you're like figure out your life <laughs> wait but this is also true because when i got on raya someone made fun of me like a random dude who i met like made fun of me he's like why are you on a dating app like seriously and i was like why are you at like why are you trying to make me feel bad yeah. about it and he's like i just feel like you can meet people anywhere oh. i'm like you know what i am going like through yeah. a, a recent breakup as in like two days ago and this happens often yeah and so like sometimes when i like i think that i probably should take it seriously mm -hmm. i like go on it to just like make myself do something yeah do to, to make myself to get yeah to like message somebody that i've never met nor yeah. do i actually even care to meet just because i'm like trying to not cry also to be so, honest like, is someone like you are seem you seem very busy i think the more busier you are the more shit you have going for you it's probably harder to meet people you know well, that's true and like all of the circle that we ride in like yeah. they've all just dated and that's they've all dated too. Each other. so like you obviously want to get out of your circle how are you supposed to meet other people like that's why dating apps should work but there's definitely issues with them but see i only messaged back one person mm -hmm. and like it was traumatizing yeah like yeah. it no like it, it no, was actually it like traumatizing it is it is and uh, he like snapped at me <laughs> like well then that's when you block them and you don't talk to them but it's just yeah i mean these guys were all pretty well, so I went on a, a Bumble date with one guy. And that's like one of the, um, yeah, I actually don't have a message from him. But I went on a Bumble date with one guy and he like was so aggressive. Like we just got wine and then he wanted me to come to dinner with him after to meet all his friends. And then he like kept on like asking me to like all these text messages of like making plans, making plans. And I'm like, dude, no. Like and it's hard because you can't say no. Something. Like you want to say no, but it just feels like, I don't know. Yeah, it's scary. Should, it's scary. Like I, I, I I'm like really good at saying no though yeah. nowadays like but I've gotten better at the it. The other element of it is um, if they're in the industry and like I'm somewhere in my life. Oh you're scared that they're gonna like yeah, you don't blacklist want blacklist like, you black, not blacklist in a way, it, but it feels like that because you go on dates with guys and they like work for a management company or they know some or they work for a production company or whatever and maybe you're not feeling it on the date but you still don't want to burn your bridge not saying that you would I wouldn't hook up with them but I don't want to make them mad by being like bye nor do i but i also don't want to lead them on to think that something romantic could happen so you're kind of stuck in a really shitty dude that i'm like i feel you like i why feel for you less women like you know in comedy in like creatives like it's it's still a boys club and i think that's really the thing that you know not saying that it is leaving. a boys club because yeah. you don't hear us being like dude you don't have sex with me tonight or like treat me well. Yeah. I'm going to go and tell my friend Jessica and she's not going to hire you for this. Then no, it happens, we don't. And it happens a lot. It really does. And then there are girls. That, That's like a real thing. It is a real thing. And then there's girls that do like not to out any girls and not to slut shame. But the issue I think with if girls do hook up with guys and that's why they think you know, to, to advance their career. But I feel like you can only fuck your way to the, the middle. You can't fuck your way to the top. Yeah. Like then men think it's okay to treat women like that. So you're kind of just like and then there's the few that actually are in love or whatever. I don't know. It's just it's just a mind fuck. But I do feel like a lot of or I've had um, 
situations with like men in power where, where it was a business thing and then they you go and get your business drinks with them and it's clearly not a date and then they're like that was great hey do you want to go get dinner or like suggest something romantic next and you're like this was like what part about work drinks do you not understand and when you say you're single they I just mean, assume that you're up for grabs i don't ever actually nowadays believe in work drinks with a man anymore <laughs> unless he's like been your boss for yeah, a while yeah or something you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's just a random person who you met and they're like, let's like go discuss something like over drinks. Like, mm, do you have an office? Because well, I'd, I'd be yeah. happy to go there. But as someone who's like a writer, content creator, like I'm, I'm also in the business of selling things. So if I have like a script, I want to try to sell it. Yeah. And I could like meet with someone who like works at not this. This is a very not this never happened. But like, for example, I could be like wanting to talk to someone who like works at a production company to try to sell something. And then he thinks that I'm like, it's just a whole it happens a lot. <laughs> Damn. It's not just me. It's like other women who they don't, we don't talk about it that much, but there's it's shitty. Wait, can you so okay. Can you talk about some do you have any exchanges you could read me that yeah, are like these are not these are not work things, these are just bumble stuff. Yeah, because I wanna like know like what a conversation yeah. is like. Okay. Um Well, so this was you want like a, a like actual bumble talking on bumble conversation. Yeah. Okay. Unless there's a better one once well, you guys have I have, one, I have one of a guy that I went on a few dates with and then like I was still interested in him, but I got really busy and he, instead of like being understanding, he just like went. Okay, wait. So then let's start with the Bumble okay. ones and then, then we'll, go we'll on end those, on. I have both of those things. Okay. Yeah, we'll end on, end on Hannibal Lecter. Oh, so some of these people also, it's like where do they have these filters on Bumble where it's like you should say you're, you support Trump. Like who says that on Bumble? It's so weird. Who like, I don't know. Do you have to like fill out like a, like a bio on Bumble? Um, yeah, you, not really, not a very extensive bio. Oh, so this was a date. I should have read the red flags. This, I went on a date with this guy and this is the one that like kept texting me a lot and like wanted to hang out. Wait, are you interested. the orange or the gray? I'm the orange. Oh the my gray. God. He's the yeah, gray. And I don't know why. I'm going to read this I don't right know now. why I didn't like think after, after that exchange. I don't know why I decided to go on a date with this guy. Okay. Let's read each other. I'm okay. the guy. Okay. And you're... The your your okay you. so well so Bumble the girl has to make the opening line so I what that's I annoying do, first of which all which is annoying so I what I do is I look at their profile um, and I pull something from their profile so I think wait that's not view profile so there must have been some reference did he say something about Batman, Batman. maybe info not. okay let's see this dude fun and cool and interesting and smart. Are you fucking kidding me? You swiped right there for might that. Have been a different. There, he had just something about the Batman. only thing he knows to write is fun and cool and interesting and smart. Oh no, he didn't write that. Just that he goes period six three period. I think it was a swipe six, right a six three that made me swipe. Oh my right. god! Anyone who wrote. Oh my god, this is fascinating. <laughs> so I think I said Batman. I don't know, maybe or maybe I was drunk. I don't remember why I said that, but I, that was my opening line to him. Okay, so, well, I'm as, gonna go to done. Go back to the messages. Yeah. Okay, so. So we're going to read this right now. Like, okay. we're, like we're in a, in a, in a, in skit. a, in a skit. <laughs> Batman. Bruce. Nice to meet you. Not even parentheses. Okay. What are those brackets? <laughs> he didn't even use parentheses. You guys, he used, br- he used brackets. brackets. Yeah. So it was Bruce. Nice to meet you. Open bracket. Kiss on the hand. Close bracket. Period. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I would stand, comma, but I'm very sore and tired right now from fighting crime and being hungover, comma. So I'm just going to lie down right here on the couch while Alfred makes us some tea and crumpets. I think I was like, oh, cool, he has help. Are you, wait a second. First of all, this is either like the most genius man yeah, ever, right, or a crazy person, a legit 
And he was a crazy insane person. person. He was a crazy person. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, season two of Making a Murderer is going to be this, yeah. this dude. Yeah. So we'll continue. Uh, so I wrote back, sounds delightful. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a terrible texter. I'm very, well, like... Well, I'm sorry. How can you not be... I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Then he writes, doesn't it? I want to lie around and be waited on all day today. <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm about to get up and go to work. And it's Monday. <laughs> So, so, I'm like, like, so I'm thinking he has a job. Great. And I said, he wrote Mondays, man. <laughs> That's what you wrote. Oh, my God. So wordy. So wordy. So wordy. I actually had got called out from another guy saying that I'm a terrible texter. And it's, it's only when I'm not when I'm not into a guy. That's how I text. I'm a terrible texter yeah. with like with anybody, with my mom, with Jesus, with the with love Jesus. of my life. It doesn't matter who it's with. My future child. I'm going to still like, be a shit like, texter. Okay. <laughs> so he writes, you seem like you have a cool job. Then he writes another one. Do you still get a case of the Mondays? <laughs> Who is this person? A mistake. a mistake. Oh my God. Uh, and I wrote, I do. I love it. Yeah. Mainly just the commute to Burbank kills me a little. Are you a manager? Because that's he said he worked at a management company. And I'm currently looking for a new representation. <laughs> oh my God. He goes, I'm not. I'm Guy Mon Cassidy's assistant. Yeah, I don't know. Someone. I'm leaving though, and actually might take a job at STX dot 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 in Burbank with like a huff and puff face. Then a new one. Oh, he wrote Burbank because you guys are. He knows that we, you we just wrote Burbank. buddies or something. Totally. And then he goes, "Where do you live?" Question mark. Then you never responded. So then he goes, <laughs> "I feel like we've met." Question mark. What? And then I wrote. Oh, nice. Burbank isn't terrible. Just the commute. I live in West Hollywood, and yes, it's possible. Where do you think we met? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take this job if I can squeeze <laughs> enough money out of them. Oh, my God. I don't know why. This is amazing. This. I also don't think I read all of the. I think I skimmed. I really don't think I read. Oh, my all God. Of Gabby, this is like really fucking hilarious. I'm going I'm to start over with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is to him saying or to Gabby saying, where do you think we met? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take this job if I can squeeze enough money out of them. I didn't even ask him that. <laughs> I live in the Fairfax district, so basically WeHo. The commute to Burbank ain't that bad, but would be better if I had a live slash work loft and was my own boss <laughs> working towards that with an working emoji face that I've that. never seen in my life. Uh-huh. New message from him. Not quite sure where we might have met. Maybe you just have a familiar way about you. A familiar way about you? So he's, he's calling me basic. But, well, <laughs> listen. I mean, he's heard my material. No shame. No, no shame. shame. <laughs> then another one, because you didn't respond. Want to meet for coffee this weekend or a drink early evening Saturday night? Early evening Saturday night drink. That's aggressive, by the way coffee that's more aggressive coffee because you have to be sober you have to be sober yeah so this is your last and message. i go that's awesome my parents are actually in town i can't next i can next week here's my number and i give him my number and then we met for drinks at zinc well he called me he I, called you he called me and i what up oh my god he legit is a psychopath well, so nobody had, calls somebody had, without warning well, them we that they're texting, gonna call them so we were texting and then i could probably find the text but that's like so we were texting and we had made plans to hang out friday right and then i never heard from him friday until 5 p.m and I was somehow That's rude, which is rude. And he called me to like apologize. And I was getting my nails done and I was going to go to yoga. And then he's like, do you want to go have a glass of rosé at Zinc? Which was like, did he actually specific. say rosé? I think he did say that rose. is so weird. I think he said that. That is so weird. And so I said yes, because not because I was like interested in him, just because I was like, you know what? That sounds like a thing I want to do right now is. And I and I'm curious. I'm like, I have to know who this like insane person is. And he was absolutely insane. And he was the one that after the date was like, my friends and I are going to Koreatown. You're coming. And I'm like, I'm no, I just met you. Like, I'm going home. I have other plans. Like, 
that's so not you didn't go is. of course not and then i got all these texts from him and he kept on asking me out kept on asking me out and then we like follow each other on snapchat you follow him on yeah, Snapchat? Yeah, well, because when you follow someone on right Snapchat, now? when you follow someone on Snapchat, it's hard to unfollow. It's like a process to unfollow oh, them. Oh, I've done that. Really? I, I don't just care. like sometimes if they don't really, I don't think he posts a ton, so I don't really. Because yeah. listen, if I'm following someone on Snapchat that I would never like care to look at their snaps. Yeah, like he hasn't posted in, tw- he's like one of those that doesn't post a lot. So like when it comes up, I'm just like, oh, all right, that guy. But and it accidentally always, yeah. goes into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're looking at somebody else's yeah. and it accidentally goes so, into it. Well, I delete the ones that I shouldn't be looking at that I don't want them seeing that I'm looking. So then I unfollow those people. But if it's someone that like they follow me. And, and then like, you get whatever. like a friend to follow them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done that in a while. So. I love mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, like, what are they doing? That's like my fave. Yeah. I was just talking about yesterday, I think on my podcast or maybe just to somebody in general, I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when, like whenever I, like I was single back mm-hmm. in the day and I'm talking early twenties <laughs> when like I was like interested in a dude or if like he dumped me or like not even, we weren't even together, yeah. just like sh- ghosted yeah. or something. Or when I got in a breakup with my boyfriend, I would like go on Facebook and have my friends write on my wall like, oh my God, that guy was so obsessed with you last night. Like, kiss, kiss, let's <laughs> do it again. That's a good move. No, it's not. It's I the most transparent. Would you unfriend? Trans- I would unfriend um, every time I, like a guy, like I broke up with someone, I would unfriend them and block them and stuff. No, because then I can't stop. And that was a mistake. Yeah. I did that. And that it's was like, that's mistake. such an amateur yeah, move. Very amateur move. I don't, I don't know. do that anymore, but. Um, well, that's because your brain is just like yeah, my adapted. Last, like, my, and it's, my exes from my early 20s, like I, we're not Facebook friends anymore. Well, you can still ask them. I think I have and they were like I'm seeing someone leave me alone yeah one person denied me and I was like seriously I put in the time mm-hmm. to be like your Facebook friend like yeah. at the least like you better fucking like accept it and he never did rude that's so annoying so, rude. so annoying do you know how much of like my my sanity I gave you yeah. my soul your time and you yeah my time um <laughs> and you can't even my dignity and you can't even so like let me be your dignity. friend yeah. so I can stalk your wife and child <laughs> I like, mean that's that is my liberty as a as a human as being. a human being that is my right that's I need you to right. stop fucking it up <laughs> that's so funny so we started on a Bumble conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then there was another. I shamed a guy who I went on a Bumble date with, who's, but I can't find the text because they made me take it down on Instagram. Okay. Well, then explain I'll to explain me what to you, you did. So I went on a date with this guy and it was a brunch date and he wanted to go to BLD, which is a great brunch spot. Yeah. I love BLD. And like, I like an idea for like, a brunch date because I'm like, yeah. hey, there's drinking, it's breakfast. Cool. So I go. I don't know because like I love eggs Benedict and like I wouldn't want to stuff my face. I mean, I, I date, yeah. because then I feel like if somebody asks you to brunch on the first date, you have to like pretend to like granola, yeah, and berries. <laughs> it's like fuck that, you know? Or yeah, a nice smoothie bowl. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that's no. I think happy hour is probably the best first date you. Can I have. agree. I agree because it's not too committal. It's yeah, perfect. you don't have to eat or think about what you no, want to order, no, and you can drink, get drunk. And if, if you get if you so want drunk to, that you need food. It's an option. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so this guy we went to brunch he asked me out to go to bld he didn't make a reservation which was idiotic i had a small window of time that he knew about and so we went to this place next door i find out that he's a vegetarian not only a vegetarian a very preachy vegetarian which is the worst kind of vegetarians where he's like oh yeah and talking about his fitness life and also saying things like yeah i'm probably not the number one like best person at my company or something like that like i'm probably the number like 20 and there's like 20 people in his company like saying shit like i'm like what what is your life like but like runs marathons and like that's his thing that he has going for him very like fitness people are like already like crossed off right exactly and so i was not feeling it the date was over he texted me 
Um, and then he kept asking me out on a second date, kept asking me out. And even so much that it was like Super Bowl weekend and he wanted me, he asked me out to dinner to come to his place where he would cook me dinner on, the on Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Sunday. And I was like, that's not going to happen, buddy. Like I'm going to a Super Bowl party. Like there's no way I'm going to come. And he's like, but after I'm like, absolutely not. Like I'm not going to Santa Monica from like Silver Lake. Like, sorry, bye. Yeah, no. And he kept, and so he kept asking me out and then finally, and I also, I was moving like so much shit was happening. And he finally was just like, hey, like, so honestly, like, do you really want to, like, hang out with me again? And I was like, honestly, I was considering it because I always do give a second chance if I feel like he was cute. So if there's like a little bit of a spark and I wasn't 100 percent feeling it, I do a second date just to make sure. Yeah. And so I was thinking, considering. So I told him, I was like, honestly, I was considering it, but you came off a little bit too aggressive. But you live in Santa Monica and it's and too far too, I should have just said that. And, and it's, beautiful, like, it's beautiful and I love being there, but, but like I could I never get never there. I never commit to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have said that. But instead I was honest and I was like, you came off too strong and it, I just couldn't do it. And so he writes back, well, if we're being honest, you're about 15 pounds heavier than all of us. <gasps> photos. Yeah. You're 15 pounds heavier than all of your photos? photos which were all recent photos. <laughs> They were all, they were, I'm not. And like, so it's like someone telling you Gabby, that like. Gabby, I'm, I am, I'm going to go home. Oh no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm home. sorry. I'm, oh my God. My brain is just I like, just you. been like no. fried. Yeah. I am going to propose to my boyfriend. Yeah. I'm like, listen, yes. Patrick, I know that like. You should. We're very off and on and like, you know, we're like trying to get it together. That's, but that's like. That's the reality I, of what's out will there. Will you marry me? That's what you should. Will you fucking you marry a, me right now? If you have a good one, hold on to them. Because this is what this is what else is out 15 there. Fifteen pounds heavier. He said to me that I was fifteen pounds heavier and I wasn't. So I screenshotted it. I posted it on my Instagram because there's so many of that shit on the I internet done too. That too. I was like, hey, they you made know, because he requested it. I tagged him in it. I also kept his number on there, and I was like, this is Alex from Bumble. Feel free to call him and tell him what you think of this. Like, this is no way to treat women. This keeps happening. I don't know when this will ever You're stop. You're my hero. Yeah, and so he then messaged me on Twitter on. Facebook on everything because I blocked his number after that obviously being like please take that down please take it down please take it down and 24 it was up for 24 hours because 24 hours later I got a notice from Instagram being like something you posted has been removed and that was what it was you should have sent that into Daily Mail done it on Facebook that's how things get vi- go viral Facebook instead of t- I don't you're know. such an ass I'm such an ass I should have done it on yeah oh god such an now all I have move. is the memory of it instead of like the post do but. you ever run into him no I don't. He lives in Santa Monica. Absolutely not. Yeah, you're right. It's like another fucking country. Yeah. Honestly, like I would rather like drive to Vegas right now than drive to Santa Monica. Because <laughs> at least there's something to do in Vegas. Well, that's, that's true. And like, <laughs> it, yeah, no, it's the worst. Yeah. Like when I like did go on Raya, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Like Your location setting was like a it mile. was like this yeah because I'd like be getting people from like New York and London yeah. and like random places and I'm like no I don't care if it's fu- I'm, I'm telling fly you you out for the first date I don't no, I don't care because it won't end up anywhere mm-hmm. do you know what I mean but then when yeah. I started seeing Santa Monica yeah or Los Feliz or something like that I was like no I'm sorry you could yeah. be my Prince Charming like you could fucking be Channing Tatum I and newly single and like. <laughs> Your your ex wife and your daughter died, yeah. so I don't have to be a stepmom. But and like, you're limited I don't too, care because West Hollywood, you're mo- it's mostly gay men or or people model you've actors dated, or, or people model actors. That's my yeah, that's, that's my dating pool. That's why, listen, yeah, it, it oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> I I can't even. So you should definitely propose to your boyfriend tonight. I like feel like I'm going to. <laughs> like, why can't people get like jobs? Like, why can't people get like real jobs? I don't know. 
I have no like, idea. Let the girls be the entertainers. Yes, and, like, and the guys should have like, real steady jobs with health insurance. Yeah. And, you know, a like, 401k. Yes. You don't need like, like a sheet for a wall. No, and just like have their whole, and the girls could go do their thing. And then there'd be more women in entertainment and comedy. Yeah. And then like people <laughs> wouldn't be being like half blacklisted yes, by like men who are, trying, who are to trying to date them. Because, because they'd, they'd be at home be like at home. and like yep. working on like real mm-hmm. things and, and watching the kids. Projects. Yeah. So there you go. We solved See, it. We solved I, the, we, we, we did solved the pay the pay gap right there. Yes, there should be there should be an app to inform yes. everyone of our plan. Of our plan. <laughs> you know, here's what you can do. Damn it. Uh, speaking of like not being able to get jobs. Yeah, I have this new thing uh-huh. called ZipRecruiter. So basically, OK, it's mainly for like bosses mm-hmm. or like people that are like putting out jobs. So Ooh. like. Instead of just like the classified section yes. or like, you know, Craigslist or wherever you like put real jobs. Monster is Monster's little thing? Is that or a LinkedIn? I don't know. Where do people LinkedIn? like go for jobs? I don't know. See, the de- like degenerates <laughs> yeah. of Los Angeles yeah. don't even know where to go yeah. for jobs. No idea. I do know that they're all like separate websites. Mm-hmm. And ZipRecruiter is the first place that takes all of the websites. So basically, if you post a job, mm-hmm. it goes to all of them. So you don't have to go on each individual website. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Polyvore. That's okay. like my favorite shopping mm-hmm. thing engine because it just like scours the web. Okay. So like a Priceline. Yes. Like, yeah, I love that. Yes. Wish they had that for dating apps. So you just have your profile on, on all one the and dates, then it could be on all of them. You're all right. Of them. Like that's what people... Sh- Patent that. Patent do that, you say yes. patent that? Copyright? What do you say? I don't know. Sure, any of Get those an things. LLC. <laughs> Get a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. Do taxes? I don't know. Do what taxes. are any of those things? Mean? IRS. <laughs> For real though, you can find candidates in any any city or any industry, and that's nationwide. So if you just have to post once and then watch your qualified candidate candidates roll in to their easy interface, and it makes it so easy for you to just like say yes or no, mm-hmm. or like you can like sift through all of the people just like so easily i'm telling you it's like so it, it makes Sounds it so great. much it's so much like less time consuming yeah. if you're just going to one place so if you go to zip recruiter that's z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash talent don't know why they didn't use my own name they wrote slash talent. talent well you are talent and I, talented. I am you know what i'm talented, talented. i guess sometimes <laughs> um so just think talent or are you supposed to put your name in there is it a fill in the it's blank not, it's not i made sure i wrote back i because i was gonna use this on my last one and i was like wait a second I was like, this is a really cool website. And I'm like, down. But why does it say that it's slash talent? talent? All like, right. Well, that makes sense. Because, yeah. Well, your listeners can feel talented, too, when they use it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they get to do it for free. Y'all get to do it for free. So please go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. And <laughs> yeah, I, love I can't. It. it is a really cool website, though, you guys. Like, I went to it and it just, like, makes it so much easier because you can even use uh like social media networks like facebook and twitter and it's like all with like just a single click so it's just it makes it so much more i don't know it's like when people are lazy and they don't want to go to a lot of things right there you go that's what i mean one stop shop one stop shop okay so you're a bachelorette fan and a bachelor fan big bachelorette fan I just want to say right now, mm-hmm. so I was, you know, Chad. Yes, of course. Who doesn't know Chad? So he was about and to, his social media. Uh, who he he hashtags Slaying pump rules. It. He does every single photo oh that my he gosh, takes. Every wait. single Instagram photo that he does, wait, he hashtags pump rules. Would you Why? have him on the podcast? So this is the thing. I tried to get him on my podcast. Yeah. And one of my podcast people emailed uh, or reached out to him. Well, and he's, he's on. Is he on the island still? Bachelor in Paradise still, or is he back? No, I'm pretty sure he got kicked off within like a week. With the, probably, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and he wrote them back being mm-hmm. like, I'd absolutely love to. I'll be in town next week. Da, 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 da. So like I reserved studio space because I'm not going to have him like in my in home and I'm not going to meet him like at a bar. Yeah. Like, no, like this yeah. needs to be professional. Right. Um, never wrote back. We, like she, like my podcast person reached out to him a million times. Never wrote back. I was so infuriated. Mm. Then all of a sudden this past weekend, I get like all these messages from random people like, one of my producers from Vanderpump Rules was like, mm, we just saw Chad walking down Sunset and Jax was there or Jax like ran into him and Jax went up to him being like, hey, dude, da, da, da. Then one of my other friends was like, hey, I was just with Chad last night, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, also, and I'm of like, of course he ends up in Hollywood. Of, of course. course. He's he like, does. of course he's walking Sunset. Of course he is. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, he didn't tell me that he's back here. He said, because he tweeted me being yeah. like, I'll be back like, this time through this time. Oh my God. And he's not responding still to my person, even though he's tweeted that he's going to do it. I'm sick of him being a little pussy. Yeah. I think he's being a coward. He is being a coward. Like you're being a douche. He's being a, well, I mean, well, that was not surprising, but he is being a coward. Um, (laughs) I've like been obsessed with like stalking his like dating site photos. Oh yeah. On Tinder. There is also what he, his profile of like how he doesn't want any fat girls, but if they are fat, like maybe they could be friends. Yes. Maybe they could be friends, but they'd have to be like really cool. And then his Tinder's, thing said well he, he goes a gym girl is the best girl a gym girl's the best girl right uh. and then his tinder thing said y- you have a better chance of being struck by lightning <gasps> really he's so gross like i've now he's told so my, my the my, this woman who's reaching out for yeah. me i've been like you know what like please don't reach out to him again like if he emails you back and or, or something like that yeah. then wonderful get wells on your podcast like, wells is so cool i mean i really liked wells a and lot he is like a dj and his snapchat do you follow him on snapchat no you're way bigger of a fan than i am then yeah well i the, my friend who's like i don't obsessed. know if i can he did a, the funniest thing i've ever seen where he watched the bachelorette and he did a like his live commentary of it while he was drinking a giant thing of boxed wine which is gross box wine and eating vegetarian tacos it was really funny <laughs> wait he did it on snapchat or on snapchat, periscope on snapchat you can watch you can only do snapchat for like 15 seconds no for 24 hours so it's up so he had it come so but it meaning he had right to keep after. like stopping it and posting it oh yeah that's ambitious that is ambitious and it was great it was cute but it was thoughtful he like thought about what he was gonna say as he was you know it was funny i liked wells the whole time until i saw him give the protein powder eulogy oh okay and i'm like you know what wells i thought you were actually like the only like normal one which i think he was the he was the smartest and he was the most normal yeah but you gave a protein powder eulogy and i just couldn't he like shook it out onto the ground i was like i just i'm sure our producer told them to do that no you think he genuinely wanted to do that I mean, I'm sure a producer told him to, but he has the ability to say yes or no, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just started watching Unreal. Oh, I love Unreal. That's my other. I forgot to tell you. That's another show I'm obsessed with. Obsessed. Are you caught up? I'm not. I'm not. There was. I didn't see the episode. I thought I was recording it. And the last episode it recorded was the 4th of July episode. So I okay. No, I haven't even. One. I am on like the second to last one of season one. So I binged good. it in the last two days. It's so good. It's the best good. It's the best good. It's so good. And it's it's so topical. And it's so on point of like just not even just reality just content in general and the shit that we're throwing out there and like yeah. what matters and what doesn't and it's just it's incredible well I've like gone to all my producers and I'm like is this what you guys are doing <laughs> are you switching my meds are you banging some of the cast members um, are you convincing me uh, of like A B and Probably. C like just so that you get a raise like mm-hmm. what are you guys doing to me right now <laughs> or whatever but 
Yeah. Possibly. It, it's like freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it, it's so good. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to fall asleep watching that tonight. It's a great show. It's so good. It's better than The Bachelor. It's well, yeah, it is. And it also I love how they have a black bachelor before The Bachelor has a black bachelor. Yeah. Which is like wait. insane. Oh, I thought you were talking about the contestant. Yeah, oh, so season, season two, two is that's like that's not a spoiler because that's like the big that's like the whole point of season two. That's okay. like the big thing that they, they there's commercials for that. I'm not spoiling it for you. Okay, no. But obviously fine. it's like a new show season two. So season two, they have a black bachelor, and that's like the whole thing, and it's crazy that they have a black bachelor on before the show before the they bachelor even do. has a black bachelor. When are they gonna do that? I don't When's know. When's ABC going to get on board? I think they should. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah. Or what about like an Asian bachelor? Yeah. There's or no. Bachelorette. And also, and, and minorities don't ever get that far on the show. Why is that? Because it's the probably the audience is. Well, I don't know. Maybe because they're thinking the audience is primarily white and that's what the audience wants to see. Like, I don't. I like want to know like how much like of Unreal is like true and like how much input do like actually like the bachelors or bachelorettes like do they get like are they actually like picking the person they're proposing to because the producers tell them to well so the closest thing i was on a reality dating show what (laughs) i was on two reality dating shows wait millionaire matchmaker yes and that was that doesn't count because that was like a second but then i was on a show for vh1 had a show called making mr right um oh wait i read this but i didn't know what it was so i didn't even know it was to be Match Me If You Can was the name of the show. So all the contestants thought that was the show. And it was these guys that were all single for some reason. And they were living in a mansion and they had these coaches that were helping them date. So I was one of the people they were trying to date. So I thought I was like a big part of the show, but I was kind of happy how this turned out because it ended up not having a lot of FaceTime, which is great. And at the end, it ended up being that this was a prank. The contestants had no idea that that, that actually the matchmakers or coaches weren't matchmakers. They were single women that were trying to make their perfect guy so by coaching them and grooming them they were creating their ideal what match. so that was a total and those so you, those boys you got tricked nothing. yeah i mean i got but not really for me i didn't care because i was like yeah whatever like that's crazy i went on a one on a one-on-one date with one of the guys and in at the cemetery what that sounds like my dream date yeah it was actually what? it was actually pretty cool we're, we're still like facebook friends but he like lives in like Syracuse and I'm like I would never like go to Syracuse and it was like in some like screamo band like, wait that's not, crazy yeah. you were on a dating show yeah it was like I mean I do any, I'm curious I do anything for like the experience and to like and also as a writer it's like you learn from that but they do manipulate point case in point yes I believe the bachelor is manipulated if that well I feel like anything is manipulated do you know yeah. what I mean like planet earth yeah. is probably manipulated of course but you know like that you but, have to <laughs> but specifically a dating show where you're supposed to find your love in a month well that see okay let's That's get into my issue. bachelor notes <laughs> actually before i get into my yes, bachelor yes. notes um are you running out of wine <laughs> because i'm not uh that's because i have a subscription to club w listen i know i've talked about this before but if you haven't heard this listen 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 club w w.com mm-hmm. is like a subscription-based wine thing Ooh. so like wine gets delivered to your door i love that Right. That sounds amazing. It's amazing. You don't have yeah. to like when you get home from work, like because there's so many times where I'm in traffic. and I'm like, I'm not fucking stopping at the store. Yeah, like absolutely not. 
my wine's already waiting for me. There you go. It's just brilliant. Or sometimes the wine at the store is gross. Yeah, and you never know what to pick. There's a rosé shortage. That is real. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. That's because they're all in the Hamptons right yeah. now. Yeah, that's that's true. All the rosés in the Hamptons. But send um, us rosé. Send us rosé. Rosé, rosé. Like an SOS. Uh, message in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really great about Club W is that when you go to the website, you can take a six-question quiz Ooh. about your palate or like what you like and it's not like oh i like the dirt to taste like it's not like that it's very easy questions like you don't need to be like a wine sommelier (laughs) pretty much and they will recommend bottles for you and then you can choose to have those mailed to your door or if you wanted to pick your own that's fine but that way like you're learning more about wine and Mm -hmm. what you like and they're all bottles that would normally retail for over twenty dollars Ooh. I'm telling you. So it's nice bottles of wine for like $13. And they just arrive right on your door. You don't need to go get in the car. You don't need to do anything. And they're personalized for you. Uh, If you visit clubw.com and actually .com slash Stassi, you get $20 off your first order. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. But in addition to that, the shipping is on us for for an order of four bottles or more. So like that's like shipping's always expensive, yeah. expensive, especially when it's like really heavy and there are mm-hmm. a lot of bottles of wine, which is how I do it. So free shipping's a big deal and twenty dollars off, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So go to clubw.com slash Stasi to get twenty dollars off and we'll take care of the shipping if it's on four bottles or more and never go thirsty again, <laughs> my friends. Isn't that what the international Man, doesn't he yeah, say never the go most interesting again? man in the world? Yeah, Tecate, Tecate, is that it? No, Dosakis. No, Dosakis. Ugh, gosh, oh, fuck that up, <laughs> Jesus Christ! The guy from the, the beer commercials. Let's go through the Bachelorette. Yes, right who's your favorite? Um, okay, I well, I loved, I really did like Wells, but I don't think he was right for her. Um, no. I think okay, so I didn't like Jordan, but after this last episode, I think he's right for her. I know people like Luke. Luke, I don't. He looks like a zombie robot to me, and I can't get past that. Okay. You probably don't agree. I think Robbie is really annoying, like really irritating. Well, I have info on Robbie. Yeah. You don't like look up like spoilers. Oh, um, well, I've heard spoilers. Don't tell my listeners. But but I don't No, I don't look them up, but I've heard people have told me. Well, remember Grant, the firefighter? Yes. Okay. So his ex so grant and robbie did the same thing to his their girlfriends they were in long-term relationships and broke up with them to go on the bachelor i've heard that and i heard and from the spoiler what happened not spoiler the teaser for next week it looks like that comes. it to looks like head. robbie comes to yeah. yeah um robbie was even in a more long-term relationship he was in a relationship for four years with his <sighs> girlfriend who was they started dating when she was 20 so imagine from 20 to 24 and the, the man that you think you're you gonna never right get never get them back, and the man that you think you're gonna marry breaks up with you, so mm-hmm. he can go on the Bachelorette, and like, be, he, I don't even know where to begin because these dudes are such douches. I'm, such none of them are ever gonna ever agree to be on no. my podcast because I'm just like well, tearing it seems them apart. Like Robbie would be easy to get on your podcast because on his Twitter you can just email assistant. <laughs> No way. Yes. What does it say? It says like assistant. There's like an easy Gmail account that's his assistant, which I guarantee is him or he his mom. He needs an assistant. He has an assistant. And also his website is like these. No way. <laughs> you have to look oh at his website. God. They're oh. so Shut bad. Shut the fuck up. It's like a really like ghetto website and it's modeling. He's a model. 
like he's not a former he's a former swimmer but he's a model robbie what robbie um i'll just type I in think it's like an, is it hayes or something with an h hayes h i don't i might be wrong though but robbie bachelorette and then i'll just type in robbie hayes and see what um, happens oh yeah you're right you're i was right, right? You're right you're right okay let's see where also, is this? do you know that luke is a country singer luke is an actual singer okay luke luke is an actual singer songwriter luke is my favorite he's see, lacking in the comedic yeah part you know what i mean yeah. like i don't think he knows how to laugh i don't mm-hmm. think he knows like how to like everything is so serious with him yep so like it would be like really passionate and like cool like you know whatever serious and all of that his but face just bothers me i, have I to think get he's over, really cute i don't know there's something about his face that like i just don't like that he can't laugh that's not he's good, my though. favorite though but him and but jojo and jordan have really good banter and they like they're cute together they are cute together but most players are like really good at like having yeah. banter with almost any girl yeah i don't know i, don't I know just feel sports. like jordan's <laughs> playing her I, feel like I don't mean players as in sports. Oh my God, I don't know sports either. I, know sports. I mean players as in like, oh, like, okay. Dudes like, that are just like. I was like, oh yeah, he is a sports player. Because there sense. were all of these rumors that he broke, he cheated on his girlfriend and broke up mm. with her too because he wants to be famous and but go on the yeah, Bachelorette. And like, so I was feeling that and I was very anti Jordan. I've always felt like Jordan looks like the kind of guy that's like sending dick pics to like eight other girls, you know? Yes. But then there was this last episode I saw like it felt like a genuine love connection between well, the two. Well, I don't of deny them. that they don't have feelings for each other. Yeah. I'm sure they do, but I just but don't Luke, trust him. Like, Luke just feels boring to me. I feel like there's more adventure with, with Jordan. But he like rides horses and stuff, so, doesn't like, he? Sure. Like he's from Texas. He better know how to ride a horse. That's true. He has cowboy boots. You I don't know. You can't wear cowboy boots and I not think know I'm, how to ride a horse. That's I think depressing. I'm team Luke because I don't ever see him being a little bitch. Okay, that's true. And you know, he is composed and calm. Yes, all the he time. doesn't complain. He doesn't whine. Yeah. Even Jordan whines and complains he and he gets in the drama. And I'm like, dude, yeah, just like stop. Like all, this is what I don't like about this season. They're all like act, not all of them. So I should probably stop generalizing. <laughs> but like a lot of them are just like little bitches. And they all look alike. They now, do. All now look they alike. all look alike. Now that they got rid of, well, because yeah, now they got rid of Alex and James Taylor. Yeah. This last episode. Now she is literally stuck with just four clones. Is it four? Right. Five. Four. Four clones. Yeah. They all look exactly the same. And they're all talking about how they're in love with her. I'm like, you. There's you, no way. That's impossible. There's no way. You can't fall in love with someone over the course of three group dates. No. Like that just that's mm-hmm. just not how life no. works. No. Like you sound like buffoons and like Alex when he got eliminated. I'm like, I knew you, you little little shrimp you were oh, full of shit Alex was so full of shit he was so full of shit he's like you know i i fell in love with you the first day that i met you okay first of all that's never happened never never like, ever you could say no to be honest you i found you attractive the first day i met yes you. that's more real yes like, you don't fall in love with someone meeting them once that's absolutely insane. and then like once she was just like yeah this isn't gonna work he just like turned into a little bitch again yeah complaining Ugh. I don't know. And James Taylor was annoying me this last episode. Well, James Taylor, I liked the most, like for most of the season until the last couple of episodes where I'm like, why are you ratting people out? Like, Like, stop it. And then he says something to the camera about like, I'm going to manipulate, make this the way I want this to go or something like that. And then he like manipulated his conversation with her to talk about his feelings when she wanted to ask about his family. Oh my God, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so he goes, I'm going to, he's like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to play this my way. And then he goes when they have like their one-on-one on on the group date and he's like talking about his, uh, he's talking about how he feels about her and she really wants to know about the, the hometown visits. And he goes, I just want to let you know that like I know things with us are like really sweet and innocent and you're more physical with the other guys. Oh, I do remember hearing that. So he he wanted to get that out. He thought that was going to 
that was going to win her over to remind her that they're not very physical. Also, he looks like the worst kisser. Every time they were kissing and the sound, there was like noises. There was like the loudest kiss. Uh, I need to go rewatch this. I feel Ooh. like it's going to be so much more entertaining the second time around. <laughs> it's gross. I don't know. Yeah, I just like can't. I don't, so you're team Luke. I am team okay. Luke. I, I I respect that. I think he has like a, a gentleman's approach to things. He felt like the right. Like he felt like the one that she should be with from the get-go because he came up with like the unicorn, right? And yeah. he's from Texas. She's from Texas. He brought her. And their like boots. sexual chemistry. I feel like I was it's watching good. porn. Is good. And yeah. I wasn't mad at it. They look good together. They look good. Yeah. Everything I, is. Yeah. He's stable. And she wants like someone who's stable. He seems. But maybe stable. he's just not goofy enough he for just her. Seems a little boring though. A little vanilla. I don't think he seems boring yeah. at all. I just think he does. He's not goofy. He's not goofy. But then like then you're stuck with Chase who to me like I'm like who is Chase? I yeah Chase no is boring. Chase I don't know who Chase is either. I have no idea who Chase is. Do you like do, do you have a per- like there's nothing Chase, about I just identify him Do you have a favorite guy. color? Yeah. Like, like, what is your like you look <laughs> like a fat like that's a joke. You look like a fat Jordan. Like that's all. That's the only thing. A beefier Jordan. A beefier Jordan. Right? Not fat. Yeah because he's not, not fat. fat. But like what is your personality? Like I can't but, but then again the girl who won The Bachelor, I also was like, who are you? Yeah. She but had I no normally feel that way about people who win. For girls or for or for boys? For both, actually. The people who win, I normally am like, I don't. But the for one the that most won part. Caitlin's season, what's it, Sean? Sean Booth, yeah. He was like very, very like big personality from the get-go. That's true. So he wasn't bait. He all right, wasn't let's not generalize. Then I, I'll stop generalizing. <laughs> I have a problem. I also, by the way, didn't start watching The Bachelor until Caitlin's season. Really? Yeah. So I never was into it. And I was into it because they were like, because like, they're like, oh, Amy Schumer's going to be on it. And like Nikki Glaser, who I like love. And I was like, oh, that's like, that's literally why I started watching it. To like watch comedians on it. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't stop watching this show. Do you know how funny that is? Because (laughs) I've been obsessed with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for years and years and years and years. Yeah, no, it never. And I wanted, so did you know how like Caitlyn's season, it was between her and somebody else? Yes. Yes. Okay. So... And I heard that too. That's also what made me tune in because I'm like, that's so weird. Like, why are they doing this TV? Like, that's the other. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of my first podcast episodes, I was talking about this. I'm like, I can't believe they're going to do this. Like, we're going to have to wait and find out who it is. And I was driving down the street. Okay. Uh-huh. And this was, I, I saw, and we didn't know who was going to be the one that was picked. Right. And this was way before it ever aired because it was like yeah. the first date that they filmed. Yeah. And I was passing the improv on Melrose. Yeah. And Caitlin was filming <gasps> and I started screaming yeah. outside of my car door because I wanted her to be the bachelorette. Yeah. Like bloody murder. Like so excited. Yeah. It's way and more. They were filming an episode they were filming because, she, because she won. So I was like, oh my God, like I know, I know exactly insider who won. Info. Like insider. And that was the Amy Schumer episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my episode. God, I need a hobby. I really do. <laughs> no, you I like seriously need a hobby. Bachelorette is a hobby. Watching it. I just like, it. is Jojo taking this all seriously? Like all these dudes being like, I'm in love with you. I'm well, in then, love with you. No, other... I'm in love with you. You're not, you can't be in love with, uh, not everybody can be in love. Like that's not how life works. I also think it's weird that her ex-boyfriend, the only time we seen him in the picture was with the um, magazine when he, didn't he like send her something when she was on The Bachelor? Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to pop up again. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's too far along. I would have yeah. thought that would happen in the beginning. Earlier. Yeah. So she'd have Because that. now it's like she's serious with people. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I don't feel like they would. I think you're like you've been watching a little too much Unreal. I am. <laughs> Who do we want to like condemn to death? On on The Bachelorette? Mm-hmm. Um, who's like out of the guys that are there currently? I guess let's, let's do the ones that are out of there. Who are out of there? Yeah. Who are no who are, who, no, who are there. Who are there right now. Who I, I really. Robbie really irritates me a yeah. lot. Well, especially because he's like. 
He's annoying. I'm the front runner. I'm the front, I'm the front runner. runner. And his also, by the way, did you hear he has a little bit of a lisp if you listen closely? Not to out him because like your own sexual journey is your own sexual journey. <laughs> but there was something about the way he was talking. I'm like, you sound like all my gay guy friends. I think he seems gay. Yeah. And he shaves his chest. I get it. Swimmer. But you're not a competitive swimmer anymore. Why was you your don't have to keep doing that? Weird. Yeah. Weird. I'm totally on board with you. He's obsessed with Matthew McConaughey. Is he? Yeah. He, he talks always about goes, it? all right, all right, all right. He does. Oh, no. He has a shirt that says all right. It's like the guy who does a Borat impression that doesn't quit it. It's like, we get it. You saw the movie. Like, oh, calm no. Down. He thinks he's Matthew McConaughey. That's hysterical. And his website's hilarious. <laughs> okay, I couldn't find it. Robbie Hayes. Go to his Twitter. Find his Twitter. I don't okay, know. Is it Robbie? I don't know if that's even his last name. Yes. Yeah, so he's, he's verified already. So there's okay, that. Okay, so on his Twitter, on his About Me, this is. Oh my God. This is the. Yeah. Oh, and he changed it. So it used to be that picture used to be his. Um, oh, he totally does think he he's totally, Matthew McConaughey. Look, assistant at Rob, assistant.robbie Hayes at gmail.com. Oh, no. And then, yeah, then check that. Check his website. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, Robbie. he hasn't updated this. It's like, it's your, it's your photo from The Bachelor. Bachelorette, like, what are you doing? And then it's these old school. Oh, my, he totally thinks he's, he's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and he's also a model. Like, that's, he's not, he really thinks he is. This is why, like, I don't like dating websites. This is why I don't like Raya. Because yeah. all of the dudes are like this. They have pictures like that. I yeah. will never, ever, ever, if I end up single again, I am never going to date a model actor <laughs> don't, ever don't. again. I've done it. It's terrible. It's disgusting. It's Do you have any last thoughts on The Bachelorette? I just, you know... I really hope I hope that Jojo gets what she wants and I hope she's happy because I think she deserves true love. I think she does too. I really like Jojo. Yeah, I like her a lot too. I think she's very genuine. I felt she was going to be the bachelorette early on. I thought that season. too. Yeah, I, I like it. I really like her. I don't know who the bachelor is going to be. I really Cuz they're all fucking losers. I hope it's oh, sorry, not that's Taylor. like so it's so yeah. it's so mean to like say it like that. They are though. It definitely won't be Robbie. No. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um uh, it could if Jordan loses, I feel like it could be Jordan. I don't think Jordan. I think Jordan Maybe the next Bachelor is going to be Luke, in which case I'm definitely going to watch Ooh. it. I would be very happy if with Jordan that. Jordan wins and Luke is the next Bachelor. Yes. That, he does seem like he's Bachelor material. Yeah, because he's like really into love yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And he's a singer-songwriter. Yeah. His music's great. Totally. It could be like a whole Texas thing. Oh, I could see it. Luke for Bachelor. Luke for Bachelor. Luke for, ba- Luke for Bachelor. <laughs> I feel it. Um, uh, thank you so much for being here. Oh my here. God, thanks for having me. It's so much fun. Will you pimp yourself out? Your Twitter, yeah, your Instagram, sure. your project. Yeah, so it's Gabby Conti. So I-T-S-G-A-B-I-C-O-N-T-I on Twitter and Instagram. On Snapchat, I'm G-M Conti. Like G-M-C and then O-N-T-I because I can't change it. That's And I'm very obsessed with Snapchat. That's, that's like the my, worst when you can't change it. That's my project is Snapchat right now. You're getting good at it. I'm getting good at it. That's it. Um, and check out the Elite Daily Show. Elite Daily Show, yes. Elite Daily Show on Go90 and also on Facebook. That's what's up. Yeah, and watch Stasi's episode. Yes, it's watch so my episode. Good. I have to find a way to post it. Yeah, I'll send you the send link. Me we link. now have links, so you have to post it because it's, okay. it's a great episode. Thank it's you one of our so favorites. much. Thank you. Bye, Khaleesi. Bye.